Welcome to another episode of the Mind and Muscle Show. I hope you're having yourself a wonderful day. You know, somebody told me, Adrian, you start every single podcast the exact same way. It's like, I hope you have a, I'm like, look, I know. I just hope everybody has a wonderful day. All right. So, yes, I hope you're having yourself an absolutely wonderful, beautiful day. And um, my goal is, uh, as always, my goal is to make your day better than it is right now just by listening to this podcast. And the way that I wanted to do that was I wanted to actually come on here and let you guys know, like, really make sure that you all understand we've all been fed a lie that transforming our life transforming our habits our behaviors our results and our beliefs that it takes a lot of time and that it's like really hard to do you know we've all been fed that lie and I do mean it's a lie because uh, so if I can, ju- so let me just tell you like this. So I was, I was eight years old at the time and my mother had been split from my father for about four years. So this was just before my mom met my stepdad. So it was just me, my mom and my older brother, Arthur. Um, I, I, I had, a, you know, I have another brother. However, at the time he lived with my father. So it was just us three. Now, I remember this one morning waking up and I immediately feel like something's wrong. You know, like I just immediately feel like something is wrong. You know, that gut feeling. And I remember like kind of rolling over, looking at my brother, realizing he's still asleep. So I get out of bed, you know, and I walk over to the door, like the door frame, which is a couple of feet away from my bed. And I peek over the side of it. I don't know why. Like, I, I, I guess, I don't know. I just peeked over the side of it. And then I can see my mom by the sliding, um, by like the sliding door we had in our apartment at the time. And she, I can see that her, her, her face was red. She had one hand on her phone and she had that phone up to her ear. And she had the other hand on the other side of her head kind of, you know, like bunching up her hair together and she was, you know, clearly frustrated, you know, she was, she was crying and I, I, um, didn't really know what was going on. So as a curious eight year old, I asked my mom what's happening. And she told me that her car had been repossessed. She was like, they took my car and I can't take you guys to school today. And she sat there crying because she had no money to get the vehicle out. She had no money to get her car back, which meant she had no money to even go back to work and make more money. Now, although this may seem like a very small and insignificant moment, this this actually meant so much to me. I added so much significance and meaning to this moment because as a young boy watching my mother the one who cared for me around the clock crying I mean and there there I was feeling helpless because I felt like I couldn't do anything to help her I mean I'm only eight years old I felt helpless helpless now this is actually a behavior something called learned helplessness a lot of children growing up when they see their 
their guardians experiencing a and a an event that makes them look unsafe and makes them cry it's like an emotional event and they feel like they can't help they feel helpless and it's like a, a pattern of learning how to act helpless right anyways at this time I was feeling helpless because as a young boy, I'm supposed to help, help the women in my life, protect them, and especially my mother, and I can't even do that. So as a young eight-year-old, I felt so much emotion. And at the same time of feeling all of, the, all of this emotion, I added so much meaning to this event. You know, in my little eight-year-old mind, with all of the information that it had up until that point, did it the absolute best it could to make sense of things. You see, because the way that we make sense of life is through making it mean, make certain events mean something. That's how we like really make sense of life logically is you got to add meaning to all of these words. Like right now, if you were listening to this and you did not speak an ounce of English, all you would hear is blah, 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 blah. And the reason why you would hear that is because you don't understand what I am saying. There is no meaning to it in your mind. But if you do speak English right now, your mind is picking up vibrations that are coming out of the headphones or the radio. And it's picking up these vibrations that are coming out of there. And your mind is turning them into a meaningful, meaningful word, which constructs a sentence, which create which creates meaning for you so you can make sense out of what's happening right now it's a vibration being picked up but you're making it mean something this is how we make sense of life so at eight years old i'm watching this entire event of my mom crying because she didn't have enough money to take her car out of the lot and take us back to school take us and go back to work trying to make sense of this meaning i add I, I, I begin to say, oh, we don't, we don't make any money. I made this moment mean that we don't make any money. I also made this moment mean that no matter how hard you work, you will never be successful. I mean, my mom worked two jobs and she still didn't have enough money to take the th car out of the lot. And she, she, didn't have any, she, she didn't even have enough money to pay for the vehicle in the first place, like the monthly payments. And I also made this believe that there, there's something wrong with us. We don't have any money. So there must be something wrong with us. This is how my eight-year-old mind made sense of this entire moment with these three things. And these three statements became my core beliefs. And these three things created my experience of life because it is our beliefs in which our reality is created and you see our beliefs are simply decisions whether we make these consciously or unconsciously we decide to believe certain things about life we decide to believe certain things about others and most impactful we decide to believe certain things about ourselves and that day at eight years old I decided to believe that we as a family are incapable of making any money I decided to believe that no matter how hard you work you'll never become successful 
this became all that I saw. And I also decided to make this mean that this, something is wrong with us. This made me feel inadequate in so many moments of my life. That simple belief that something is wrong with us made me feel like I was broken. I was, I was, I was off in some way, which led me to never really applying myself in certain things that I probably would have been amazing at, but I never really took the chance to apply myself because, hey, like something wrong with me. So what's the point? You see what I'm saying? What you believe is what's going to influence what you experience. It is in these moments of decision that are this, that are. It is in these moments of decision that our destiny is shaped. Because what you believe to be true is what you will create for yourself. For example, if you believe that you can become successful, let, let, let's say you're a coach, you're a fitness coach, and you genuinely believe that you can become a successful fitness coach, you will think inspirational thoughts, you will feel inspired, you will take the right actions, and you will inevitably realize your success. Because you're going to be the one that hires mentors. You're going to be the one that takes action on the things that you learn. You're going to be the one investing in personal development. You're going to be the one investing in yourself, investing in your growth, all because you genuinely believe that it's worth it. You genuinely believe that you can become successful. In the same exact way, if you genuinely believe that you're not good enough and that you can't become successful, you will think self-defeating thoughts you will feel those emotions, those self-defeating emotions. You will beat yourself up and you will take inaction or you will take action with the wrong energy or the wrong action at the wrong time. And you will inevitably realize the reality that you're not capable of success. You see, beliefs at the most fundamental level paint the lenses of your consciousness that you see through, which directly creates the reality that you experience. For example, if you buy, let's say you buy a, a let's just say you buy a 2020 Tesla S model. Ooh, that's a nice car. But let's just say you buy that, okay? You buy a 2020 Tesla S model. The moment you get it, you drive off the lot, you just start seeing 2020 Tesla S models everywhere, right? Like, think about the car you own right now. Maybe you own a Toyota Camry. Maybe you own a Kia Optima. Maybe you, I don't know what you own. Think of the car you own right now. Think of that car. And if you don't own a car, right? If Think of... Think of your favorite car, right? And think of the time when you got your car or when you started thinking about your favorite car. And remember, whenever you drove off that lot, didn't everybody in the world just start driving the same exact car as you all of a sudden? 
like all you started seeing was your car everywhere. Because I remember when I got my to- my 2016 to- Toyota Camry. Can't even say it. But I remember when I got that car, I drove off the lot. I swear to God, everybody started copying me. I was like, oh, my God, the entire world is driving the exact year, make, and model of my vehicle now. Why am I seeing this car everywhere when at first, I swear to God, I barely saw these on the road? And then you get it, and then you start seeing them everywhere. You see, that means you only see what you're looking for. Because what you're looking for is an idea that you accepted to become true. And a belief is nothing more than an idea that you've accepted to become true. Let me say that one more time. An idea is nothing more than an, I mean, a belief is nothing more than than an idea you've accepted to be true. And in the same exact way, you always see the same vehicle you, you drive all over the road. You will always see your beliefs. Because whenever you like get a vehicle and you drive it off the lot and you see everybody driving your exact vehicle, that's called your reticular activating system. The reticular activating system is basically a filter system that allows you to only experience that which is relevant to your experience. Let me say that one more time. A reticular activating system is a, I mean, yeah, your reticular activating system is a filtration system that is designed to help you only perceive that which is directly relevant to your experience. Like right now, if I ask you, are you aware of your left, of the sensations in your left foot? Now you're like, yes, I'm definitely aware. Now you're aware of the sensations in your left foot. Five minutes ago, or just before I asked you, you were not aware of the sensations in your left foot because it's not relevant to your experience right now. So we receive 1.2 million bits of information and we can only process, I think, like 120 bits of information per second, which means our beliefs become perceptions that become filters in which we directly experience life through. Because when you accept the idea of a certain vehicle, like when I got my Toyota, when I accepted the idea that that car was mine, It became relevant to my experience. So I started to see it everywhere. And and, and and it's the same exact thing whenever you believe that you're enough. You start to see evidence that you are enough. When you believe that you're capable of something, you start to see evidence that you are actually capable of that. So if you want to change your life, you have to start with the beliefs that are creating the results that you call your life. You want to create a belief system that will, by its very nature, create the life that you want with the health, wealth, and relationships that you want. Your beliefs are literally like Like I've always said, your beliefs are like Amazon. (laughs) And it's like you're shopping for whatever you want. If you order a vacuum cleaner, you can't expect a book to show up on your doorstep the next day. You expect a vacuum cleaner, right? (laughs) So how can you expect a great life 
with great people if you believe that life is hard and people are untrustworthy? How can you expect to experience success in whichever way success, in whatever, in whatever success means to you, in which, whatever way that is for you? What makes you think you can realize that success if you don't believe that you're even deserving of it or worthy of it? You see, the mind can't hold conflicting beliefs. I want to be in a relationship, but you can't trust anybody. You see, you can't hold those conflicting beliefs at the same time. And the mind cannot accept any such thing as a negative. It can't say, I mean, your mind can't accept not being happy, not being anxious, not being sad, not being broke, not being overweight. Whenever I ask people, what do you want? They're like, I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to be, um, I don't want to self-sabotage anymore. I don't want to ruin my business because I can't, you know, let people do their job because I micromanage anymore. I don't want to procrastinate anymore. They're telling me what they don't want which means their mind is only focused on what they don't want. Their mind is not going to process the negative, the I don't want that anymore. Their mind is only going to see that which they're talking about. So, so if, you're, if you're trying to create your life like that, saying I don't want this, I don't want this, that what you don't want becomes a part of the reticular activating system. That what you don't want becomes a belief because it becomes a thought that you repeat it over and over again. And a belief is also a thought that you just repeat over and over again. They become unconscious beliefs, unconscious ways of seeing yourself, creating this self-image because you choose certain beliefs about yourself. You make certain decisions to see yourself a certain way. And the way you see yourself directly is what's going to create the experience that you end up realizing for yourself. Because you got to validate your beliefs. You got to validate the way you see yourself. You know, next week we'll talk more in depth about the self-image. But today I just want you to realize that your beliefs directly create your reality. And you want to make sure that your beliefs are focused in the right areas. You want to make sure that you are deliberately choosing what you want to experience out of life. Now, this does not mean that you're not going to experience the things that you don't want. This does not mean that you're only going to experience a, experience a life full of results you don't want. There are some things that are out of our control. I do understand. But at the end of the day, if you want to create a life consciously, deliberately, one that actually serves you in the most, in the most tremendous way, then what you want to do is create your beliefs consciously. Because I'm telling you, whatever you believe to be true about life is what you're going to directly experience. And this is so liberating once you understand that you definitely have the power to change everything in your life. Like, I don't believe there is one thing that we do not have an ability to respond to. Like, in other words, we have an, an ability to respond to everything. 
that happens in, in our life, which means we can take responsibility of everything that happens in our life. I do believe that. This is why whatever you create for yourself is something you can uncreate if you don't find it too pleasant. But sitting back and not doing anything and not taking responsibility and taking your own power away from yourself and putting it in, in, in an external circumstance is it's not aligned if what you want to do is live a life that actually impacts people on a real level. If you're focused on impacting people's lives on a real level in some way, shape, or form, whether it's impacting 20 lives, whether, whether it's impacting 100, whether it's 1,000, a million, I don't care how many people you, you genuinely want to help. If you want to help them, then you, you got to be willing to, to own your shit and to flex your ability to choose the life that you want through conscious focus. Like consciously directing your life in a direction you actually want. It's 100% possible. Just become aware of that which is stopping you or what you perceive is stopping you. Reframe your perception of it so you're completely free from it. And just get to where you want to go a lot further, a lot faster. And this is 100% possible. All you got to do is change what you believe about life. Or align your beliefs with the life that you want. <laughs> as simple as that. Align your beliefs with the life that you want because you have the ability to choose. You have the capacity of choice. There's other creatures in this world like dogs and other creatures and insects and things like this that, that do not have the capacity of choice. But you are capacity. You have the capacity to choose. You had like a one in a trillionth, billionth, whatever chance of actually being here in this universe right now as a human being and here you are. There is a freedom of choice present right now that you do have right now. And it's not that you don't have, it's, it's really it's like you have a choice, but what you are is the freedom to do whatever you want. Like that's what you are. You don't have that. You know, like you don't have freedom. Like you literally are freedom. You don't have potential. You are infinite potential, period. Point blank, period. And that which is looking is that which you want. Let me say that one more time. Hopefully you can catch that. That which is looking is that which you want. Like the thing you're looking for, you're it. Change your perspective. In other words, change your beliefs. Or realize they're not yours. And when you do that, you can realize the same exact thing I'm talking about here, that you do have the ability to just create the life that you want. All right? You're a goddamn creator. You close your eyes. The world goes away. You open it. You literally create an entire world. I know that sounds silly, but think about that. Close your eyes. Where, where, where's everything at? Open them. You created an entire image in your own consciousness. This voice is being picked up in your consciousness. If you're driving and you're looking at the road or you're, walking or you're exercising but whatever you're looking at in front of you is being created by your consciousness at the most fundamental level your consciousness is creating that what you're experiencing right now so act 
act like the creator you are and become aware of the perspectives that are convincing you otherwise. Set yourself free from them. And um, let life do its thing because life will outdo anything that you can possibly imagine for yourself. So give it a chance to do that. <laughs>